man, I don't know what to think. Like, I think our theme year word for the year has been gloriously inconsistent. Like, I just, well, I mean, my goodness, we go in and we score 22 runs in two games against the against the Angels, and then through the first part of tonight's game against the Marlins, we've scored two cents against the Angels and the Marlins. I, I don't, I just don't know. I, I saw a stat earlier. They said on the deal over the last two or three games, whatever it was. Two for 20 with runners in scoring yeah. position. Yeah, by the way, welcome to the 24 Curveballs podcast. You're home for everything Astro. It's not just another Astros podcast. It is our Astros podcast. Which so it's, means it's better it's than better. the other so, Astros podcast. Yeah, we missed you guys last week. We had a lot of travel, and we weren't able to get one together. So this is our first time all back since JV has come home. Um, Woo! Yeah, very excited about that. Uh, so we got a we got a lot to we got a lot to get into. Um, I wish I had downloaded the soundbite for us to talk through, but the first question that I, I thought about coming into this, and then we'll we'll kind of unpack game stuff in a little bit. But the other day, Dana Brown goes on, and in his media availability, he does his whole big quote about Kyle Tucker's going to be an Astro, and you know what I mean. He's just like, we want him here. We're going to make it happen. Um, I guess I had my my questions in are twofold. Is that lip service one, and then two, does he hurt our bargaining position? by getting out there and just telling essentially Tucker's agent will do whatever it takes to make this man stay. I don't think it hurts us. And I don't think it, it is, you know, showing his, his showing his hand all along. I think all fans have agreed. And, and anybody that watches baseball for Tucker, you're going to have to back the truck up and either make him say, I don't want to play in Houston anymore and win any more championships or yeah, I'm in. I think he's getting ahead of the Correa thing. I think he's controlling the narrative to say, um, if this doesn't work, it's not because we didn't want him, and it's not because we didn't go after him. And I think that, um, I think that, I think there's a lot of question about uh, Astro Land from the manager on up to Crane. Where are they? What matters? What team are we? Are we a, are we a team where Jake Myers is the you know is the every other day center fielder? Or are we a team that's trying to get better and trying to win? And I think him yeah. getting out yeah. front with tipping, saying no, this is a different dude, and we're going to do what it takes. I want Kyle Tucker to have to say. I would rather play in Minneapolis than in Houston. Yeah, I think – so I think that, one, I think that Dana is serious, and I think that he and Crane are going to make a run like we've never seen them make a run at a player personally. Um, but, but I also do think – and I've told both of you guys this, Jason. I know I, I told you last offseason um, – I want them to make him say he wants out. And so I yeah. do think that's part of it. Like, like I want our offer to be so good that we don't take the heat that, that Tucker is just like, yeah, F you guys, I just don't mm-hmm. want to be here. And then, cause, because then we can all just go, well, okay. But at least we know, cause if it, right. Cause if we do another, my fear is another, you know, another short sighted offer, another light offer to a mega star. Then as a fan, I start to go, Maybe it's the commitment to winning that is the lip service. And, and sure. obviously yeah. we've won a lot, and so I'm not saying we haven't won a lot, but at some point you're going to have to spend on some of these cats. Well, we haven't brought anybody back. We signed Bregman early. We signed extended Tuve early. But the deal is Kyle Tucker is an MVP. Well, like if Shohei isn't off the planet, we signed Tucker's Jordan. an MVP. 
but early. We signed yeah. Jordan early. Yeah. We haven't brought anybody back. Nobody has hit the has free hit, agent yeah, market. Nobody's and, hit the market. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was another thing, by the way, and I was going to talk about this later on. Uh, actually, I'm going to wait until we introduce our new segment. I've got, <laughs> I've got a new segment we're going to roll out tonight, um, so we'll wait. We'll wait to get to there. I don't think in just overall state of the union. I don't know if I'm honest with you, man. I don't know where I'm where I'm at right now. Like, oh, you I'm can't the, be. I'm by nature. I'm pretty optimistic, and I recognize, you know, yeah, dude, there's. 41 games left after tonight. We're three and a half games out. and But this is that deal. I had a, I had a discussion with a guy on Twitter this week, and I'm like, you can't just look <laughs> at metrics and think that you understand the game. And so I guess that's where I'm at. Like, I, yes, our record is really good. And, yes, we're only three and a half out with 41 left to play. And, yes, on paper, our roster is incredible. I'm just telling you what I see. And what I see is a team that is wildly inconsistent on both sides of the ball, and that's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, really inconsistent. I, we were talking earlier, the, the stat that gets me the worst is how poorly we've played against teams we're favored to beat. Yeah. We're 37 and 49. We're 12 games upside down. That's what makes this so frustrating, right? Like, we go in and we literally kick the brains out of the Orioles two out of three times, the best team in the American yeah. League, after a split in New York. And then we go to – and we, we, we get – held to one run by the angels. And then we're, we're right. getting, we're getting absolutely handled by the Marlins right now. We're recording this on Tuesday night. And I'm like, yeah, what in the hell? Yeah. This is game two in the series against the Marlins and they're beating us like a drum. Jason, you promised me nine runs out of this lineup. What happened? It should have <laughs> been there. It should have like, it should, but that's, you know, this reminds me of 21, right? I think, was it the, um, was it the nationals? series yeah that was, um, no, that was 19 19 where no, we just disappeared when it met like we didn't get we this the last third of the season now that that 2019 team on paper on the regular season was one of the best groups of players ever assembled like i, I mean they were just and and their year their year stats were amazing and they just went away in the playoffs yeah, yeah, you could have just had the Astros the for a fantasy league, and you'd have won the league. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's what they're doing now. I mean, I'm tired of like so two for twenty with runners in scoring position. What's a little bit misleading about that is every inning we get two quick outs, and then something they get on, they walk, they do whatever, and you don't have a chance to make. You don't have a chance to make anything happen. Mm-hmm. There's no clutch in. Now, some of that comes our six through nine hitters are, and this goes back to the Jake Myers thing, right? You can't like, where stack you stack outs at the bottom of the lineup like that and expect to win, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. There's well, tonight was a big blow. If you're if you were watching the game on Tuesday night, first pitch of the game, Altuve fouls a ball off the hollow in his knee, um, then legs out a single, but exits the game after that. That would be oh my gosh. That if we lose him for another extended stretch. Yeah, let's just not go there. And you just look at like, and what has what has Christian Javier done to make me say that he's my number two pitcher right now? Oh, I, I he's he's a four or a five at best for me right now. I think for me it's JV. If I'm going into a series, I'm stacking them uh, as it stands right now. JV, Framber. France, Urquidy, and Brown. 
And I put Brown in the rotation over Javier. I know a lot of people are going to argue with that, but the big deal is uh, Javier has a lot of bullpen experience in the postseason and has mm-hmm. been very good out of the pen. Uh, and so I just like him from an experience factor. And to be honest with you, uh, Hunter Brown is my number five, and I just pray to God we never get there. Yeah. Yeah. Why does – I mean, I, I'm looking at, like, we Yiner hit the bomb. And, again, and this is one of those things where you can look at – this is what goes beyond the, the stat nerds, right, where you just go – Two run home run like like two run home runs are, are great. I'm grateful for it. If that's all there is, you're not a productive offense. Well, the thing you're that not, was the right. thing that was that was what was so impressive about the two um, eleven run games against the Angels is it wasn't just load yeah. them up, hit the ball out of the yard. It was we were talking during the game guys. You remember like mm-hmm. how demoralizing it is to give up you know back to back to back doubles. Like you just yeah. as a, yep. as a pitcher as a defense, you're like. There's, I'm, we're going to be in the field forever. There's a sense as, uh, you know, Jason, you obviously pitched at a higher level than I did, but, but even at, at the levels that I competed at as a pitcher, when you get in a jam and you give up a bomb, it sucks for like 30 seconds while he's running the bases, but then it's a, then it's a reset. You're back yeah. in the, you're back in the windup. It's, it's comfortable. Guy. There's nobody on base. Uh, and so home runs are almost an end of a rally and whereas double Earl Weaver, Earl, yeah, Earl Weaver, you, Earl Weaver said that he said the three run home run is great. Like everything else is a rally killer. I, I don't have any, I, I don't have any runners on now. I've got to, I've got to start all over again. And again, like you, you appreciate the runs. I like for right now, Yiner bombs, which is what, which are the two runs that we've got right now, just continue to be evidence that he needs to be the guy behind the dish every single time. But, when you've got Singleton, who I love, even if he's a straight-up replacement for Abreu, we need more than that. When you've got Singleton, Jake, Pena, and Maldonado back-to-back-to-back-to-back, you don't – now I don't have to pitch the Tucker because I'll, I'll walk him, and if I have to, I'll walk Jordan too. And yeah. Jordan has been swinging at crap pitches. Now, to your credit, I'm watching the game right now, and we just – the bottom of the lineup, well, nine into one, Myers, Myers into into Dubon for Altuve, just small balled us into into incredible. So we got one out. Jake Myers hits, uh, Jake Myers hits a double or a single. Mauricio Dubon follows him up with a single. Myers goes first to third, and then when they make the decision to throw to third, Dubon advances to second. So we're second and third, and so that's the kind of stuff that we're looking for, right? Like it's. I, and it, for some reason, it feels like we got to this right. place over the weekend where we're just like, we've got to elevate and hit the ball out of the yard. And I'm like, you don't. And then, yeah. and then I, there's stuff like we've talked on this on the podcast before, dude. Like baseball is a game of rhythm and of routine, and guys are superstitious. So you've got Kyle Tucker's the hottest bat in the league since the All Star break, and for no reason, Dusty bats him second the other Moved night. Him. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. why? And- I think that Jake, like I'm hard on Jake because I, because he's not Chaz um, <laughs> because he's not Chaz because he, he, we've got all that because every time he's playing and I but, but Kevin makes up open, for it. Like, Kevin loves him some Jake. Yeah, Jake. I get but get it. But here's the, here's what I'm willing to hold out for Jake. The more Jake has played recently, he's getting more hit, and so my deal is play him or don't play him. Right, but decide what he's going to be. You can't be this. Nobody, nobody thrives on three times a week. Right. That's why they play baseball every day. Do you think Michael Brantley 
given his shoulder problems, is he is he maybe looking at a at a first base when he returns? Like, is he part of the Abreu single I hope solution? So. I hope so. I mean, yeah, I, I certainly like. I want him and I want him in the clip. No, what I want is freaking Abreu to be what we thought he was going to be. Well, he's That's not. what I want. Well, and I'm going to f- jump in here and fully I say I was right, and I told you so. Because when he says he's been having back problems all year, yeah, you know, this is the first that's come up. And so Chicago knew something we didn't. Which I put that – so, and again, right, and this is – you can call say I got an axe to grind or what. And this goes – this is the same thing with Maldi. Somebody's got to be a leader and make that decision. Yeah. If he's hiding it, well, then forget you. I cut you for hamstringing us all year. But my guess is the way he talked about it was in spring training. It happened over four. Dusty knew. And it's like that with Maldi, right? Maldi now leads the league in pass balls. He's worse in throwing runners out. He's the worst catcher in the league. Top five worst catchers in the league. Framber is never going to go into Dusty's office and go, hey, Dusty, you've got to get that meathead out from behind the plate. He'll never do that. Dusty's got to stand up and go, hey, guess what you like? You know, because Framber, you're going to give up four runs a game. We're going to make sure that we get you some of those back. We're going to make sure that you get this. And here's the deal, Framber, if you're really serious about it, if you're really that committed in your head that you can't, miss a start. But if you have to throw to Martin Maldonado, you're not going to be in the league very long because he's old and he's terrible. Oh, God. Two Marlins outfielders just ran right into each other, and Kyle Tucker is going to have a Little League home run. I mean, like they folded. Bro, like, it was like. Oh, my goodness. Dude, it was like like Little League. I mean, oh, like a wide receiver coming over the middle. <laughs> Yeah, you those gotta, guys are fast, bro. They can run. Yeah, you got to communicate. Sorry to interrupt your your epic and quality rant, but and that tied it up though. It did tie it <laughs> up. So. Watch, watch. I got it. 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 And oh god. <laughs> so okay, but case in point now. Okay, so again, like I'm grumpy old man, and I admit it. I don't care. Run, your run kids, third. get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, runner on third, two out. Now, your Don, who has been struggling, I mean, and he's hit some balls hard, but right at him, which is what it, which is what a slump is. He has to get a base hit. That's the only that's the only outcome that works, which is great. But if there's no out or one out, a fly ball gets it done. Now this he's is your, you're, you're talking about how it trickles up. This is trickle up baseball, right? So like if the yeah. bottom of the lineup is solid, now you can't pitch around the heart. But yeah, if yeah. you know, if we're stacking yeah. outs, I don't ever have to throw, I don't ever throw anything meaningful to your not. Hey, is, are okay. we ever going to see a consistent Alex Bregman again? Ooh. I, I, and what is it? Jason, is that mental? Is it in the, is it in between the ears or I mean, doesn't he strike you as a head case? Yeah, right, even just like, the, even yeah. just the way he obsesses over his mechanics, like it is. Oh, uh, just they walk you or done, right? Because because why not? They can, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Now we need. I mean, I need Yiner to stand on one would solve a lot of that. Which, by the way, if you've got a platoon player, and when he platoons in, he platoons in the six hole. 
Yeah. Probably not a platoon guy, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and he's in the five hole tonight and already hit a bomb. Yeah, when you sub him out. Oh, that's right, yeah. When you sub him out and, and put Maldonado in there, Maldonado's nine. So when you're making that kind of adjustment, yeah, that's not your sub. Your sub is in the wrong place. And again, two out hits win ball games. So, so you're fixing to watch and see what they're about. But yeah, yeah, that ball almost hit Yiner Diaz in the penis. Right. And he's swinging because it, it. Well, that's one, one of those belt high fastballs Aaron talks about. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like that. Middle, middle. <laughs> it's just, it, it, re, it, it is the inconsistency. Yeah, it's it's Bregman. It's um, everybody except Tuve and Tucker. And Tuve's out now. Yiner's down 0 2. I mean, right. he's going to chase a pitch, curveball low and away. He's going to chase it, and we're going to be left with runners. And. So let's, yeah. let's shift to the um, um, other side of the ball. Whoa. Coming in, coming in coming from everywhere there. Uh, I want to look at um, Rafael Montero's numbers since July 1st. We've been, we've been pretty hard on him. He earned being somebody being terrible. hard on him for, with his first part of the so season. So he's given up, he's given up uh, three runs on five hits since the All-Star break. Yeah. He has a 128 batting average against. He has only up 13 double bases uh, or 13 and doubles. And some of those runs, a one some of those runs are home runs in games that weren't close. That I want him throwing fastballs over the middle of the plate cuz a solo home run doesn't hurt me. His walks are way down. Um yep. Yeah. So, so second half he's been he's been pretty pretty amazing actually. Which last year he did the opposite. Last year he was great all year, and then he freaking went away in the in the World Series. Um, maybe this Good year it's that. like reverse Montero. Yeah, he's battling back. Well, he's got thirty five. Got a thirty five million dollar year contract, so right. he he right. should. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just don't understand the switch. Right. I don't uh, the switch that flip like from ground ball to third base. There it is. But we tied it up, so we're making. Yeah. But, okay, so so even that, and again, grumpy old man, I get it. Did we really? Like, two outfielders had to run into each other for us, for us to tie that up. Like, that's a can of corn that the other team went, you here's, know. Went. Here's why I'll accept it. Have you seen some of the numbers on, like, expecting, expected batting average yeah. last night? Like, we yeah. were hitting sure. laser beams at guys. And so sometimes it falls your way, sometimes it doesn't. Runs is You're runs. right. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Uh, all right. I want to introduce a new segment. And so I haven't told you guys either of what I'm going to bring up. <laughs> um, a new segment we do every week called uh, Things I Think I Think. And so I'm going to just give you two or three things where I just <laughs> say, this is what I think I think about something. And then I'll, uh, you guys just blind react to it. You ready? All right. Come with it. Okay. So the first thing I think I think has to do with, um, with the way the MVP award is given. And so I think that I think that Kyle Tucker is more valuable to us than Shohei is to them. To, to you the cannot, you cannot. No, if you're, if you're the most valuable player, your team doesn't finish, finish fourth in their division. That's my, that's my deal. I, the, the, it's not like the angels are decidedly He's the best player. The best I player. almost feel like this year they need a separate award, like because yeah. if you're going to give it yeah, okay, most I'll profound impact on on games, if that's the award, right? Then then well, of course it's him. Nobody else 
just because of the number of innings he throws, the number of home runs he hits. But if you're if the if the award is value to a team, I, dude, as as much as we're frustrated with where the Astros are, I, where are we without Tucker? If you year? take yeah. Kyle yeah. Tucker, Tucker off of us, then we're competing with the Oakland A's. <laughs> I mean, no, we're the Angels. Yeah, we're the Angels. You take Kyle Tucker away, we're the Angels with Shohei. So I think I think that um, I think I think that Otani's going to win it. But at the at a minimum, a very compelling case could be made for Kyle Tucker. I think you could make a case for Tucker, but I also think that unless there's that other award or there's another way to look at it, yeah, there's not a season that Shohei plays that he shouldn't win. It's going to be like being really good at basketball while Michael Jordan played. You right. know, it's just not right. it's not fair. Uh, pour one out for Julian and Astros uniform boys, and, and you have to, but you have to acknowledge that he's that player. Yeah, he's different. Yeah, no doubt. When was the last time that Christian Javier pitched into the fifth inning? I don't know, man. We're in rarefied air tonight, boys. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I agree with that I, because I think that, and the reality is I think Shohei deserves all the hardware that you can throw at him Yeah. Uh, for, for who he is. So, but what he is to the Angels is different than what Tucker is to the Astros. Yep, yes. So my second one, and Jason, this one's catcher-related, so you are welcome. <laughs> Come to uh, me. This is my next things, I think, I think. And I'll tell you that this, uh, I'm even more convinced of this now. I did this, I, I made this comparison probably 12, 12 games ago, but I looked at the stats. And I think that I think the best comp for Yiner Diaz is Salvador Perez. Oh, that's a good... So here we go. You ready? He hits for pop. Listen he for the is. through th- through the first sixty eight games of their careers. I broke it down. Same number at bats. Two hundred and thirty one at bats. Um, or so two hundred thirty one plate appearances during that time. Uh, Yiner Diaz twenty five runs. Salvador Perez twenty nine. Uh, Fifty six hits for Yiner. Sixty seven for Salvi. Eighteen doubles for Di- for Diaz. Twelve for Salvi. Um, 12 home runs for Diaz, 7 for Salvi. 29 RBI for Diaz, 30 for Salvi. 44 strikeouts for Diaz, uh, 24 for Salvi. 7 walks to 9 walks. Um, and so the, the defensive metrics, actually, Diaz is a is a better. a better defensive catcher than Salvador Perez was at this time. So I think I think that, that if he stays healthy, Yiner Diaz is Salvador Perez. And you think that, think of the impact that, Salvi had on that 2015 Royals champ, right? Like he was the heartbeat of that. I mean, they had they had Alex Gordon, they had Mike, a young Mike Mustakis, um, and Salvi was was the guts of that. And honestly, I think Yiner could be that for this Astros team. Like he's got heart. He's always moving around at, at 100 miles an hour. He's not Jose Altuve, but but he's always in it. And I think I don't know the, the personal catcher thing whatever but i uh i like it i think it's a gr- i think it's a great analogy he also hit you know 25 to 40 home runs a year and i i think that's a realistic ceiling for for ds i mean think about i mean he's at is he 14 or 15 now through very limited at bats behind you know behind the dish so i yeah i was just watching the day and i was as wally was catching and he, i was so impressed and i was like dude i think this dude I think I'm an idiot, but I think that this dude is Salvador Perez, and so I started looking at the stats, and it's actually a pretty, pretty favorable comp. Salvi had a he had a he played a portion of a season in his first year, and then his second year he hit like 319 or something like that, and and was off the chart. But he sort of settled into to average to his average then, which is pretty freaking exceptional. But um, but again, though, like look at what here's the thing: 
when Yiner played, I mean, when Salvi played, Yiner was the every, dang it, Salvi was the everyday catcher for a team that trusted him and he went to war with them. Probably Yiner, 120 look, look at, games a year, I think. Like Yeah, so look at Yiner's splits when he catches. Yiner doesn't catch two days in a row, ever. And so, I mean, that's he going back to the real Muto for all we need, for all we know, right? Like, I mean, he he could hit 300 with 30 bombs. He's hitting 270 with 15, playing every other day, and he keeps having to hear about how the pitchers don't want to throw to him. Like, I was that's a good point. I was struck today by the by the the defensive metrics. Um, uh, Maldonado is a negative 11 fielding run value where Diaz is a, is a plus one. <laughs> um, the catcher framing runs, Diaz is a plus three. Maldi is a negative 13. The pop time, ne- Diaz is a quicker pop time. Um, defensive runs saved, Diaz is a four. Maldonado is giving up 10 runs defensively. More pass balls than any catcher in the league. Yep. So the, when I sent you all those earlier, those defensive stats were, I'm like, there's, we've we've somehow uh, we've all bought into this narrative that well, Maldi's the veteran who's like this defensive stalwart, and I'm like, he's not. He makes no. Framber feel tingly inside, and he's parlayed that into, uh, uh you know, a, a. But let's be honest. Take the no hitter out of it. Framber's been very mediocre. Yeah, that you're not wrong on that. Right, and so so now you look at it and. And it's funny how the narrative has shifted from let, let, let's clarify we need that for the though. He, he's been mediocre for a staff ace, not just for a pitcher. I don't know, American man. He's league. been four and a half since the last over his last like seven starts. His his ERA has been over four. I'll say he's been a good number four. But here's the mm. deal: like let's let's be honest. We always know. I always know. Framber's got that no hitter potential, right? But if I'm yeah. talking about just what I've seen. Do I want JP France today or Framber? And again, there's always a possibility that Framber goes off. JP France doesn't miss. Yeah. It's I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's mechanics, if there's something, if he's overthinking it, but but yeah, the the last five starts worth of Framber has been I don't know. I mean, he's been given up four to five runs a game. Um and he's been he's caught okay, so let's extend that now. He's been Christian Javier. This is the first time somebody but but uh, Machete has caught Christian Javier. Well, how how's that worked out for us? He's a very mediocre. And again, so let me just say, I pitched and caught in college. I know, right? The catcher is twenty five percent responsible for what goes on the mound. Pitchers have to pitchers have to pitch and all that stuff. The reason this becomes part of the conversation is because at least in like the Twitter sphere and all that stuff, the narrative has been Maldi is indispensable because of, and it used to be because of defense, but now it's intangible. He's, he's indispensable because of intangible. But so here's well, the thing. Give him the pitch com clicker yeah. and let him sit in the dugout and call and yeah. let him call the pitches <laughs> and talk to Yiner between innings. Yeah. Like for Pete's sake, Hey, this uh, breaking news, this is never a good phrase. And I know that we're predominantly an Astros podcast, but this Wander Franco situation, that's not good Ugly, news. bro. This is a quote from um, this is a quote from a person with knowledge uh, with close knowledge of the investigation. There's been a lot of progress. 
the case is not as simple as being rumored in some media. There are many people involved and, quote, more minors involved. I heard an eighth grade. String uh, I heard up. there was some. Well, and that's that's the deal. We we can't be the NFL, right? Like, and I think anytime there's, you have to follow that, that the, right. You have to be, we're not going to overreact until we've done the investigation, but you need to act swiftly and strongly. The other side of that is if you don't like Bannon from the game, there are dudes in the clubhouse with eighth grade daughters. He, yeah. Part of me says, let him, let him show up, see how that plays out. Right. Right. And don't issue a league wide warning not to throw at his head. Yeah. No, it's coming. Yeah, no, that guy's it, no, like, he, no, they've got to kick him out. He's done. Yeah, he's done. Should I mean he's done. I have I just have no room. No, no. room for that, obviously. No. Yeah, just utterly disgusting. Oh, there's Michael Bat there's Michael uh I see Michael Brantley at Sugarland. <laughs> nice. Oh, is he batting? Is he getting the A B's? He's uh on the field taking some hacks. He's not he's in uniform though. He's gonna start. Uh so we should have Uncle Mike back at some point. God, he is a he is a beautiful specimen. What what's that going to be though? I mean, like, what is he's been out for a year? Him? Yeah, gosh, dang. I, he's I mean he's a he's a career three hundred hitter though. God, I hate errors. Oh, for Pete's sake! No ball fight. That's our pitcher that just threw the ball fifteen feet wide of third base. Our second baseman can't flip the ball to first, and then our pitcher is going to throw the ball. 15 feet on the outfield side of... And now Dusty comes and gets him. boy, Dusto. Yeah, that well, feels was, like time. I was, yeah, I was wrong. Way, uh, way to be ahead of it. Not going to get past the fifth inning. Way to be ahead of it, Dusty. I just... I don't... Fourth. <laughs> you all right, Kev? No. No. What just happened? This? How does... That's it. So that's yeah, John yeah. Singleton not catching a thrown ball. And then Christian Javier just, I mean, what the? (laughs) Okay, so now it comes into, so now it comes into, yeah, and they're just standing around. Do you remember when Carlos Correa got in Framber's face right in the middle of the game and just and and just called him out? We don't have that guy. No, we do. We don't have. We don't have the guy that calls everybody a beaver and questions their manhood and calls them up. I think JV no, is that guy. I think JV is that guy. Yeah, I can well, see that. Well, what are we waiting for? Did you see? Right? Like, did you see him essentially? Did you see him uh, very subtly kind of like emasculate the Mets? He's like, oh, sorry, yeah. I thought they were interested in winning, so I made a few suggestions. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, from a place of knowledge and yeah. Let's take a minute and talk about non-frustrating Astros stuff. I uh, this weekend was the Hall of Fame the Astros Hall of Fame induction. And so you had uh, my man, Bill Doran, and the voice of my Astros childhood, along with Milo Hamilton, Bill Brown. Brownie getting inducted, big, big things. Um, but I thought, let's take a Billy stab. D, Billy D, very much. Billy D is a significant part of the reason that I am a baseball and an Astros fan. I, I loved every at-bat that I caught from that guy. Every, like, he was all hustle. hustle. Lots of doubles. Uh, I mean, probably a little bit of a triggered red ass. 
but uh, but in but all again, the good to your ways, point, we we that's what we need. Just injecting yep. real quick, Brantley f- uh, fly ball to left field, but he made contact. first at bat. He made contact. There we go. Uh, so we're going to go, so I'm going to be honest with you. This was a harder exercise than I anticipated it being. There's a couple of positions in particular that I was like, this is not as cut and dry as I, as I thought it was. So the hard thing for me as I was going through this was, um, is this like sentimental or am I putting together the best team that, that I can't, which positions were hard for you? Second base. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't guess that it matters. I, we just I need cheated. to agree. I think I might have cheated on second base. Did you just? Well, who, well, we'll see in a minute. Yeah, we'll see. The hardest one for me was uh, honestly relief pitchers. Mm, yeah. Mm. Let's go. Let's start. Okay, who, y'all, y'all pick a manager. Who's your Who's your your manager? I went with AJ. I had it close. I be- did. Too. I had it close between AJ and Scrap Iron, and I went AJ. See, I went AJ, uh, and I almost went Halanier just as a nod to 86. He just never did amp. anything after. I, I, yeah, almost, no. I almost went Dusty just for the reaction from Jason. It would have been no, the no. end of your tenure on our show. <laughs> yeah, would have been, it would have been the end of someone's tenure. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all agree AJ, uh, AJ was the man. Um, yeah. I'm having the hardest time writing this down. Uh, so I just won't. Let's talk first base. I went, um, I think for me, first base is it's all Jeff Bagwell. I mean, I liked Glenn Davis growing up. He was, he was a hoss. And I know there's some other guys over the years that, that were fun. Um, you, you could obviously, you could make a case for Puma, but he played outfield as well. And so he's I, my DH. I, I had, I had Berkman as my DH. I went, uh, well, don't get ahead of yourself. I went Jeff Bagwell oh, at first bad. base. Kev, I uh, I also went Jeff Bagwell. To not have Jeff Bagwell, you're pretty much having to say I, I'm not going with the obvious choice because they're like Glenn Davis was was huge, hit 20 home runs a year in the Astrodome. Granted, yeah, but, it was a, it was a but cave. yeah, second base, Jay. Uh, I I went with Tuve, but both of my infield subs right were. Um, one was Bill Adorn, hey, and the other one was. You don't what? know how to go in order. <laughs> oh, I thought we said, but they're second baseman. Okay, my bad. Yeah, my starting second baseman was two days. Kevin, uh, my second baseman. I went with Joe Morgan. Uh, he wasn't here long, but that's not a. It's hard to. That's not bad. Well, here's the here's the problem. I said it's got to be somebody that you played in your lifetime. He hmm. did play, not for us, in uh, for us in uh, the uh, late sixties. His second tour, when he only didn't play many games, but he came back. And Find the- it. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to not allow it because I don't think Joe Morgan <laughs> played for the Astros while you were alive. I think he left in '78. What? But what month? Because <laughs> <laughs> prior to July, would you say maybe? Could be. Let me see. Let me see if I can find. Hold on. Let me find his his dates. I, I don't. You don't have. You don't have memories of Joe Morgan playing no, no, second base as an Astro. I have Astro. no memories of, of Joe Morgan playing. That was awesome, though. What month? <laughs> I want to know, dude. Did he get traded early season because we were a dumpster fire? Did he come over late in the year? He came later in the year. I thought. All right. Please be an August trade addition. <laughs> So I can disallow Kevin's second baseman. <laughs> While y'all are looking that up, I went also Tuve. Um, and I think I only went Joe Morgan to not go with Altuve. 
Why do you hate Altuve? I know. I just wanted to throw one in there. So Kevin's it list. Looks like, it looks like he left the Astros in 71, so he would be disqualified from, from my list as well. Boom. No Joe Morgan, yeah. Kev. No Joe. Then, I, then I've got to go with the number two pick was Altuve. The <laughs> number two pick. Shortstop. I went with Adam Everett. Dickie Thon. Ironically, it was those were my two guys. Of course, Adam Everett couldn't hit his hat size, but he was a <laughs> slick, slick yeah. fielding shortstop. Uh, Craig Reynolds was an emotional, was a sentimental choice. Dickie Thon, I went Dickie Thon. He was he was special to watch. Craig Reynolds to me felt like Dickie Thon's backup. Like, and I know he played afterwards. He was the everyday shortstop, but he was always that was my formative baseball time, right? Like those eighties, and he was he was always the guy like. I love I love Dickie Thon. Yeah, what could and he have been, man? If he didn't get hit in the face, that's right. Yeah, took one in the eyeball. Never was the same after that. John John Singleton, Singleton just hits bombs. <laughs> nope. Two eighty k. Hit the home. hit the weight room, bro. Do you even lift? Uh, okay, so we are are <laughs> we trying to find consensus on this? If so, we're Bagwell Altuve, and you guys both went with Dickie. I went so with Dickie Thon. All right, third base. I went with Caminetti. Ah, uh, yeah, it could have been that. I went Phil Garner. I went Caminetti as well, so we'll go Caminetti at third. Uh, okay, here's where I cheated a little bit. Let's go catchers. <laughs> I went Biggio. Do we get two catchers? Did you say we get two catchers? Well, you get subs, so you can pick. Oh, I chose two catchers and two subs because I'll do <laughs> what fine. I want. Who are, you, who are your two catchers? Uh, Biggio and Osmus. I, I went, oh, yeah, Osmus. I went Biggio. Chaz McCormick, Attaboy, Chaz Chaz McCormick shows John Singleton what strong looks like. <laughs> Here's the thing about baseball. Chaz McCormick yeah. hits a ball 345 feet, and it's a home run. John Singleton hits one 412. It's an out. Yep. yep. Yeah. But Chaz McCormick hit that ball on a line the other way. Yeah, he always goes apo taco, man. He's something special. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a heck of a player. Uh, so, yeah, so, so I went Biggio. That was my cheater. That was my way because I'm like, how do you not have Jose Altuve on, on, on this list? How do you not have Craig Biggio on this list? So I put Biggio behind the dish. Uh, let's go um, outfield. I don't, I don't guess we have to go any order, right? So you can just go give me three outfielders. Um, well, so, but this is, again, where two outfield subs, right? So my top three outfielders were Kyle Tucker, Jose Cruz, and Terry Poole. Same. Uh, yeah, I went. Um, Is that right? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was mine too. I was a big Cheo guy. That that was that the would only be, one that was hard so to I argue with. I struggled Terry Poole and Kevin Bass, but I think Terry Poole was better over a longer period of time. Kevin Bass was really good for a shorter window. So my two outfield subs were Moises Alou and Richard Hidalgo. Uh, I went oh. Alou and big and uh, big Puma. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Who'd you have? Who's your DH? My DH is Jordan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, so your two current players were Tuve. That was the, so the rule was you get two <sighs> current era players. No, and then I can't have, I can't have Jordan and Tucker and Tuve. I have three in. Or maybe right it now. was three. Yeah, That's I have why three in right now. Tuve. No, that's the problem. Okay, I got to rethink that. I didn't follow my own rules. I chose three. Maybe you said three. It doesn't. Feel no, like he me. said two. I oof. 
Who do you leave off that list? Well, so I'm leaving one Kyle of my, Tucker off one of that of, list. One of my others was a pitcher. So, so I'm one going here and I'll leave them off. I'm going so I'm keeping Tuve at second. I'm putting Jordan at DH. I'm going an outfield then starting outfield of uh Terry Poole, Jose Cruz, Big Puma, and then I am going to add to that. I'm gonna add uh, Lance Bergman belongs. Lance Bergman belongs in the Hall of Fame. Too, of by course the way. he does. Yes, I'm gonna add to that in my outfielders. I'm gonna add um, Cesar Cedeno, Richard Hidalgo, bro. And Richard that Hidalgo. Was, Those are my guys. Yeah, Hidalgo, Hidalgo probably hit. He, he probably hit the roids a little bit. Wasn't illegal. <laughs> they weren't. T- it was illegal. Weren't tested. Show me the test. Show <laughs> yeah. me the test. All right. Who? Uh, so who did you go? DH is Jordan not on your all-time Astros, Jay? He's not. Wow. It's an oversight. Well, it's, oversight. it's it's hard when you're only allowed to pick two current guys because the truth is this: if I had just said all-time Astros with, with no, I mean, you could make a case for a current Astro at almost every position. Of right course. Now. Real quick, I've been I dug it out while we've been talking. 141 games in 1980 for Joe Morgan. As an for Astro? As an Astro. Hell yeah, he's on my list too. <laughs> I, think, I, was, I thought I'd looked at this Sorry, Tuve, I don't know how to tell you this. but <laughs> yeah. 141 games in 1980. So I guess, though, my question would still be, are you saying I'm getting that guy as he was as an Astro or I'm getting that guy as an aggregate of his career? Just an aggregate of his career okay, is the way I took it. It'd be yeah. hard to not go Joe Morgan. Because then I went yeah. back up catcher. I went Pudge Rodriguez. Oh, geez. Yeah, not, not his Astros like, time. <laughs> I, see, I took I – took, um, I took Randy Johnson off my starting pitcher list because I didn't want to put a rental. But oh, if no, you're making, I got him as my number one. If you're making a list of all-time red asses, Randy Johnson's oh, yeah, your guy. Sure. That's yeah, a red sure. ass. I, I so don't know that I missed a Randy Johnson start if I could find it on TV. That was a fun season, man. God, Kevin so we Brown, did, dude. We didn't, we didn't talk starting pitchers. That was my other – I had Verlander as number one, but he would have been a third um, – current player so if i take him off my others were jr richard nolan ryan and daryl kyle without verlander i'd probably put uh roy oswalt maybe shane Ren- uh mike scott it would be mike scott for sure i went so, ryan scott richard and johnson my number one is my number mike one scott. is mike scott nolan ryan and oh sorry my mind just went numb mike scott <laughs> nolan ryan randy johnson did you not have Lima? I almost put Jose Lima on there just for oh, the hell of dude. it. <laughs> that dude did coke and then gave up home runs in Minute Maid. <laughs> Lima time, baby. I love it. Yeah, the Astros, were, for, for a bunch of guys who Were did, they testing for that at for the time? A bunch of guys that didn't do drugs, we sure had a guys have heart attacks in their 30s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Daryl Kyle, though, dude, like, he was a beast. Yeah, he was. He was a beast. Yeah, he threw a no-hitter in the Astrodome. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Also, heart attack in his 30s. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe nothing. Maybe it's coincidence. You don't know. Relief relief pitchers were the hardest for me. I had Dave, Dave Smith, Smith, Billy Wagner, Billy Wagner. Bra- Brad Lidge, and Octavio, Octavio <sighs> Dotel. 
Albert Pujols thanks you for your Brad Liz, Lidge suggestion. I, he was my last one. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like I went through and I couldn't, I, I mean, I, I did I mean, I, you can I look at Wagner, Dave Smith, Doug Jones, and Brad Lidge. Did you hear Billy but, Wagner telling Octavio to tell stories just about like that he was alive? Why you never knew where he was at? He was just like always yeah. running around the bullpen, <laughs> and just like I have this feral Octavio Dotel running around, ducky all over the place. Uh, you remember Jason? You remember Charlie Kerfeld? Yeah, he goes on. He's just on your. He goes on as like in the Jose Lima. My man got suspended right? for eating ribs in the bullpen. God bless him. Oh yeah, that I forgot about that. What about so Mark? Oh, I, I cheated. Sorry, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I'm quick. Uh, hey, we're just ha- we're just having a good time. That's all right. Good. What were you going to ask? Who your subs were? Because mine were Bill Dorn and Joe Morgan uh, on the infield. Mine were uh, Bill Dorn. Yeah. And uh, I don't. I couldn't bring up. I couldn't bring up my list. My infield subs. Um, oh, Morgan Innsberg. Bill Dorn and Morgan Innsberg. Oh, that'd be good. Bill Spires. See, means, what a, okay, Bill so, Spires was close as well. Uh, Denny Walling doesn't make anybody's list in any capacity. No, no he was good, not great. I, he, yeah, no, I don't. I don't feel bad about that. Part of those eighty-six monsters. He was. He oh, was. Yeah. Remind me how that. Oh, that's a. That's the most painful series in Astros history for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, we can talk about Phil Maton going to the IL, which I think is the best. If he comes back, is the best possible thing. Uh, he needed he the rest, that. but how does a how does a spin pitcher respond to a line drive off the elbow? Right. Yeah. That's a. I don't know, man. That that was but a disheartening. It was a disheartening he's been, loss. He's been one of those guys who has been reputation. Um, Right, like we remember what he was. Parker Mashinsky shoved before we sent him down. Yeah, you're and not wrong. Parker Mashinsky is not Phil Maton, but Phil Maton has not been Phil Maton lately. Phil Maton, Phil Ma what? Phil Ma who now? Ma who? Phil Ma Ma what? Ma who's it? Microphone issues. Yeah, sorry for, the, sorry for the noise there, boys. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun exercise. What what it really what it really revealed was. A, this is, and I already knew this, but this is without a doubt the golden era of Astros baseball. Um, and from 1980 to 1986 was very good in a dungeon of a ballpark. Yeah, I don't think it's hard to yeah. overstate how bad the ballpark was. God, the Astrodome, man, to hit a ball out of the Astrodome took, I mean, I mean, most guys had to hit it right. twice. What does that make you think about a guy like like Jimmy Wynn and his numbers over his career? His playing his whole career. Yep. In in the Bagwell hit three. Bagwell hit three hundred and eighty some home runs, and he spent two thirds of his career in that. Dungeon. Glenn Davis. No, he hit Bagwell same, hit four forty four forty two. Did he really have four hundred and forty two? Yeah. Who has three eighty? Berkman. Berkman's three eighty. Yeah. My bad. Did you just rip that microphone out of the stand? Like, yeah, basically. I'm having I, I'm having issues, so I keep muting and unmuting my channel. I'm trying to get it back together, but <laughs> things are it's not it's not going well over here on my end of the table. You you should see what I'm watching. Uh, oh, that's so good. 
Like he, um, he is just he is fumbling. He is like a like a two year old with the little Legos. But if not, you pricks wouldn't have said anything, Legos. nobody would have known. I was doing it <laughs> no. very very smoothly until you guys I, throw me under the no, bus. You were only doing it smoothly because we're not on video. I had to say it. I'm sitting here watching it, going, "Dang, bro, you all right?" Like, <laughs> the answer is no. It. I'm not. I'm not all right. This is <laughs> nothing all right about this. Please send new mic stand. <laughs> okay, so so here's what I want to know. What oh, is man. what on at the end of day at the end of game one sixty two? Um, what do is Hunter Brown coming out of the bullpen right now? Yeah, because they're miss they're skipping his start to keep JV on normal rest. We put the wrong guy in the bullpen. I agree. Yeah, that should have been Javier, but uh, I you know. I, I bet Hunter Brown throws does, 98 right here. I bet you see a little extra life on that heater. Yeah, how I does our season end? So how does our season end this year? Kevin, you go first. Ooh. It is it is difficult for me to say that I see us overtaking the Rangers. And we're, I know we're only three and a half back, but we're so inconsistent, and they just seem to win when we win. And they have the easiest. Yeah, they have the easiest schedule in baseball. Over our last ten, we're six and four. They're eight and two. So um, I, I just I see us making the wild card, and I see us playing well in the playoffs. But I, I don't see us catching them. Jay, what do you think? Uh, I think that we are. Um, I'm checking right now. I think we end up the third wild card spot, and I think we beat. Minnesota, um, or we beat, uh, yeah, we would play Toronto, right? So we'd be the third place. We would be, we'd play Toronto. I think we'd be, end up playing Toronto. Uh, and I, I don't know after that. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine us going to the ALCS. I still, I still think I like us in a short series against any of those playoff teams. Yes. We've been amazing against them. I think even if we limp into the playoffs, we, we go, we go deep. I think we win the West by two two games. You think we catch really? and overtake the Rangers by two games? I do. I'm an eternal optimist. You guys both make fun of me for it. No, no, no. I think we win the West I by two games. I love that about you, bro. That, I, well, I hope you're right. I do think it's coming together at the right time. I think we're about to get healthier. I think uh, – You think we're going to come together like a mic stand? Yeah, I think if you look back at all of our <laughs> – I'm just I should just play the outro music. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if you look at all of our championship runs, it was late season. Even back in 05, it was late season runs that that brought it that brought it together. So I think that we um, I think that we go in and we potentially sweep when we're there. Uh, I think we win against the Mariners handily this weekend. I hope so. I'm at the, so. at the game on Friday. So I that's I, really the I that's really the tell, right? Like you're at the game for that. Yeah, somebody surprised me with tickets. Nice. That's that's beautiful, man. Yeah. Um, I I think some of that could depend on what it looks like when Brantley does come back from AAA and and where he comes back. Do, you know, do we give him a run at first? Is he in the outfield? What's the? I suppose there's a world where Abreu comes off the IL and just goes out of his mind. And is that in Chicago? Uh, I mean, he plays for us, so Cincinnati, I, dude, get him out. Then you guys know when the trade deadline is, or <laughs> right? I don't care. 
I don't care whether he plays in Cincinnati. Just send him send there. there. Just tell him that's where yeah. we're playing. Hey, meet us in Cincinnati, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, Wait at the airport. Right. We'll send a car. Yeah. Hey, if we're not there, just keep waiting. We're probably on the way. They're like, what? He's like, what hotel? They're like, uh, we haven't decided. You know, yet. the one, that one. It's yeah. got beds. The hotel. You, you pick. You go ahead and get it all set up. We'll be right there. <laughs> I, I do want to say as as much as I love him I don't know I don't know that Yuli would have been a much better answer other than we would have oh. been happy with the nostalgia nostalgicness yep. of it all the nostalgia oh yeah he, he wouldn't have been a much better player but the what I tell you about Hunter Brown he just threw ninety seven upstairs yeah the deal with Yuli hey is Brian Dale Cruz was a... an Astro yeah he was a big piece in the um, Ryan Stanick deal that's right. Oh, okay. He was a legit outfielder for us, and he's now a legit outfielder for them. If we're, if my deal is, if we're going to have a subpar first baseman, I want it to be Yuli. Well, that was my part. I'm like, you just paid the wrong 38 ish year old Cuban. Yeah, the wrong yeah. 40, near 40-year-old 40 Cuban. <laughs> yeah, I still will never forget Yuli's birthday cake with the quote marks around the age. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and Yuli's uh, like, you know, he has it on the top of his head and a brave has it on his chin. Like, they're just, he's like bizarro Yuli. Like, <laughs> upside down Yuli. Yeah. Well, and it is true because I think, you guys know I've said over the years that I think Yuli is a guy who just smells really, really good. And I think a brave sure. smells really poorly. Yes. <laughs> You just look right? at like, him and you're like, well, and like yeah, old. When they come out with smell vision I'm not watching Jose Abreu. Yeah, he smells like old, old dip and like, like pan seared meat. <laughs> like, he sounds ugh. like belt high, <laughs> <laughs> sweat, sweaty belt high, sweaty yeah. belt high. <laughs> well, I feel like we could only go down from here. What do you guys think? <laughs> it was good to good to be back with you guys. We need to do another one of these in person. That's always fun. It is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get some of my audio stuff figured out. What and, do you, uh, what's, what's your, well, I know that we hope we win all of the games, but what would, what would make you, what would give you hope over the next, between now and when we record again over the next six or seven days? What would, what would it take to give you hope? A sweep. Really? A sweep, you said, Jay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Putting it on Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get my deal is like, and this is where I got with, you know, my takeaway with the Angels thing is, if, if we have any hope at all, we have to, you have to win series, right? Like if you don't win series, you don't get it. Yep. But for us, that's like the bare minimum. We need to, you, we should not have dropped the game to the angels. No, you, right, you just right. don't drop. You should not drop teams, drop games in division to that team. I would not, that I would not have minded. I, I, I expected us to lose one to the Marlins. They're in the middle of a, of a playoff push. They're, yeah. they're not, they're not horrible. They're, they're, they're a decent team. They got better at the trade deadline. Right. Um, but you, de- you definitely need to win this series. Hunter Brown yep. is trying to prevent that right now with all that he has. Well, but that's where, that's where we I'm don't have a like, single reliever. Went that, I went out. I'm out too. Oh, it's your headphones. Ha ha. Uh. Um, I just think that uh, we don't have a single pitcher that can give a clean inning. Right. My thing for saying sweep yeah. is, I'm not saying that we should sweep. I'm saying we need to. Like, there comes a point where if you're going to be a championship team, you have to you have to punch above your weight class for a minute at some point. And I just haven't. And I just haven't seen that. I haven't seen say. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find a way against 
Well, they just need to play these games against Seattle like they're playoff games. They yep. they need to play them in that manner because I mean Seattle's not above our weight class by any stretch. But I think um, we also need we need the Angels are are tied with the Rangers right now, so maybe that's we need the Rangers to again, to lose. Well, we need to win. Yeah, we need to win. Well, that's the deal. Like we have Gosh. we lose on the same day that the Rangers do, which is wasted losses. The Ra- that's what I mean. Like you got like you got a sweep. Like we the like Rangers don't a- have a tough series until us. Bre- yeah. I mean, the, and I don't Bre- think they Brewers, have anything after us. Either. Brewers are in first place, but they're sliding. D backs are good, but they're they're struggling. The Twins are not. The Mets are not. And then they play. Uh, then they play us. Actually, they play a home and home against the Twins. That's six. No, it's three against the twin. Four against the Twins. Three against the Mets. Three more against the Twins. Then us. Then they go A's, Blue Jays, Guardians, Red Sox, Mariners, Angels, Mariners. Is the Rangers okay. Rangers schedule? Man, they end is, with the Mariners. Yeah, they end with the Mariners. Easy schedule. Yeah. The Blue Jays will be a tough game. The Red Sox will play them tough. We need we we need the Angels to just have some freaking pride. Would help. Well, Hunter Brown just got us out of it. We're going to win this game. We're going to go on. We're going to overtake the Rangers. We're going to win the West by two. Mark the tape. You heard it here first. You got anything else before we push this music button? No, man. Push away. Jay, you good? Let's go, Let's go Astros. Uh, it helps if I turn the volume up on the button that I push. <laughs> there it is. All right, man. It was fun hanging out with you guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we will see you next week on the 24 Curveballs podcast.